You're listening to The G-Factor with Lauren and Tony, a weekly microcast offering a variety of unique ways to market your business or organization. Now, without further ado, here are the hosts of G-Factor, Lauren Doherty and Tony Van. Hey, Lauren, how are you? I'm good. I'm feeling brand new. Brand new. Well, that's good, Lauren, because today we're going to talk about uh, branding, which is uh, and rebranding, which is what people often do at the beginning of the year. So I'm glad that you're in that mode of being brand new. How's I that? Am. <laughs> it's perfectly <laughs> full of dad, mom, whatever jokes there. The terrible, terrible banter. Yes, yes, terrible banter. So I wish. I wish we could go back and talk about barbecue or something. I feel like we're much better at that. So, Oh, don't say that. I mean, <laughs> don't tell people that. <laughs> it is what it is. So, well, today I thought we would kind of talk a little bit about uh, maybe five uh, fun tips to help you launch a rebrand for people to get their head around what a rebrand looks like. How's that sound? That sounds great. I'm uh, in. Okay, so... When someone's looking at uh, rebranding, I think one of the first things they need to think about is basically preparing uh, for that rebrand from the beginning. So uh, it's always exciting to have a new logo, a new tagline, a new brand, brand items. But uh, as you know, Lauren, it's it's important to look at what that goes on, how you're going to use the brand, how everything is going to basically be executed. Um, my favorite is when someone gets really excited about a logo that's, um, you know, up and down vertical, but then they come and they want all of their, um, you know, collateral pieces or website or whatever to be horizontal. And then they really have to go back and retool that brand and kind of put a, a square peg into a round hole. So I think it's important for you to understand, uh, for everyone to understand that that rollout is kind of the big piece of the pie and the the logo, although very exciting, is only one little piece that goes with all of these other uh, formats or stages. Absolutely. So honestly, to me, when we start this process, it's almost easier for me on the planning side to start making a timeline backwards. So starting with like a reveal date and then back building when you need to accomplish certain tasks or projects or items that you'll need for that and that your company um, or business will need when the logo is revealed. So that's kind of my big thing is just deciding like, let's decide a day when everything is going to be live or a week, you know, it might be a little bit of a process, but where everything basically flips over and all of the old um, outdated branding goes away. So that's my big suggestion is just make a timeline and stick to it where you aren't kind of leaking out things here and there. Make it a big deal on all of your communication avenues. Absolutely. And and I think you're right that uh, the timeline's great and then having a checklist uh, with that checklist, uh, it's always good to prepare kind of touch points, if you will, like at what point is, is this going to be done and basically put it in the can and then when's this going to be done. So uh, my biggest pet peeve, as you know, is basically having a website with like a new logo and then you hand out business cards with old logos. 
Um, that reduces basically the impact of your big rebrand reveal. And it's confusing. I mean, if you're right. trying to basically follow or enforce new brand guidelines, but you have some old and some new in the field, it's, it's just very difficult to do that. So when you're looking at that, a lot of the touch point topics, just kind of for example, and, and please add to these if you want, but I mean, obviously email addresses, email signatures, business cards, uh, don't forget internal documents, employee handbooks, financial documents, those type of things. Uh, the in- external documents, those are the things that we normally think, think of or see, such as sales materials, presentations, mm-hmm. brochures, templates. Uh, don't forget your financial materials. Invoices are important. Statements are important. Uh, make sure that you have all your trademarks uh, tightened up. Uh, think about signage. The other thing is if you have a company with a building or if you have vehicles, you need to make sure that those signage is, signage is uh, accurate. And then look at the AdWords uh, that you're using uh, and update your third-party directories. And that's just for the administrative side. I mean, we're, I haven't even talked about web or marketing or social. I mean, what, what on the website, we've got domain names. What else? Redirects. What, do you, what else can we think of? I mean, all on? your visual identity. And then another big topic I'd like to just touch on is, you know, if you're rebranding your visual identity, it might be time to look at your messaging as well. The tone and voice you use, the style of writing you use, your content, um, and kind of going into that digital side. You know, if you're using branded hashtags and you've like changed your name or updated your business name, even with the rebrand a little bit, looking at those, making sure they're still effective and make sense. So there are a lot of other steps too, if you want to dive a little bit deeper, if you're going for the visual plus maybe the meaning behind that logo and the brand itself, um, those are all things to tie in. It's, you know, all at the same time. That's perfect. And I'm perfect segue for my kind of next topic, which is your style guide in itself. I mean, Mm -hmm. a brand style guide can not only include the pretty things, the visuals like you're talking about, but also that messaging. It can look at visioning, uh, missioning. It can look at like you're talking about the tone of uh, different ways that the brand is going to roll out. So that style guide can include uh, a very, you know, varying degree of uh, topics for the new brand. Right. Absolutely. Tony, why did you drag me all the way out here in the middle of the pasture? Well, Lauren, I noticed that the Guild has won several awards for branding. So I thought, well, I'd get my boots on, grab my gloves, and and start practicing my branding with these here cows. That's not the branding we do. Are you sure? Really? Uh, Yes. We work with our clients to build their visual image for their business, including their brand, brand mission, logo, and brand guides. Okay, so we just designed them a logo. Yes, but it's so much more. So we help them implement their new brand on packaging, digital marketing, traditional marketing and advertising, as well as anything else they might need help with. Huh. Okay, well, then I guess I'm not going to need this branding iron or, or this big bag of computer mice. Um, I'm kind of confused. I understand the branding iron, I guess, but why the computer mice? Well, I had to get the cows to come to me, so I thought I'd use clickbait. The other thing that's interesting, we were talking about the timelines and those type of things, which this is this is really key. Um, sometimes people forget about it is make sure that you leave enough time to basically launch or soft launch the, the rebrand internally first. 
give yourself uh, four to six weeks would be great. Two to three weeks would be fantastic. But you want to introduce the rebrand to your team. Let them understand it. It's almost a corporate culture issue, correct? Yes, that is such a good tip. You know, get your team behind it first and the meaning and understanding um, before you, you know, put it into the public sphere. And also once it goes into the public sphere, like say you launch a new website and, you know, all of your things are live, give yourself a little window before you go and like promote that. So say you're launching your website and some other materials, um, you know, on Wednesday, wait until maybe like the following Monday to send out an email promoting it or social posts, just to make sure you've left some time for testing, make sure everything looks great, is working correctly, update before you go and push people, you know, especially to digital assets. Absolutely. That's, that's so true. You need to make sure you get all of your ducks in a row before you let them out in the wild. I think mm-hmm. that's super important. So, which is kind of my last little key, my little last little, you know, key of advice is um, don't just like let your rebrand fizzle, make your external launch super exciting. Do something fun. Um, Prep a press release, create a blog, uh, send it out to your marketing newsletters, uh, create a video. What else? Uh, you could have right. a party. You know, I mean, before COVID, you could have a real live party, but have a virtual launch event. Yes. Uh, just remember that it doesn't just drop out there. I mean, yes, obviously you have your consumers that are normally into it, but create promo assets like you were talking before. Make sure it's live. Make sure your folks enjoy it internally. Get it out there externally and then that brand. There's nothing more exciting than to see something new about uh, not only for current stakeholders, but also that kind of consumer that's on the edge, whether they think that you're growing or not, whether they think that you're innovative enough, that new brand shows that um, potential consumer that you're moving forward. Right. And kind of touching on a point you made is this is an ever evolving process. So once your brand is launched, you can't just like leave it alone. It's going to evolve over time. And that brand standard guide should evolve over time as well and update periodically. Um, And that should be your go-to at all times for reference to keep everything branded appropriately. Um, But don't just set it and forget it. It does need to evolve, you know, revisit that, revisit what you're doing, what you're saying, what your content is periodically overall in your entire communications plan. Absolutely. And and to that, let's have a little kind of micro discussion on that a little bit that I don't necessarily interpret that as, okay, well, we've got a new, we want a new color or new golf ball. So let's go ahead and slam that into the brand. No. It's not just making everything fit that you want to do. <laughs> right. It's making right. sure what you're doing is strengthening the brand and, and actually working with what that original plan was and what the meaning should be. It's not just doing whatever you want and then putting it into the document. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. Well, Lauren, I don't know. This this whole discussion has rejuvenated me. I feel brand new just talking about this. Oh, good one. Good one. <laughs> I'm so glad. (laughs) That's great. Well, I think we've got a a full nugget of information on this one, Lauren. We have hit the high notes. Anything else you want to add? I think that's good. I I feel good about this episode. I hope it's helpful for some other folks out there thinking or embarking on this journey currently. I do too. I do too. So uh, if you haven't already, share your interest in the G Factor podcast with your friends, family. Make sure you subscribe. Other than that, for the G-Factor, I'm Tony Van. And I'm Lauren Doherty. 
and we will talk to you next week. Bye. Thank you for listening to G Factor. For more episodes, additional information, and a way to connect with Lauren and Tony, visit theguildfactor.com.